Welcome to the Custom Apparel Startups Podcast, your best source for information, news, tips, and tricks to get you off the ground running and earn success with your custom apparel decorating business. So get ready to soak up some knowledge. Now, here are your hosts, Mark and Mark. Hey, everyone, and welcome to episode 119 of the Custom Apparel Startups Podcast. My name is Mark Stevenson. And I'm Mark Vila, and today we're here to talk about how to choose the perfect CRM. I think that is an amazing title yeah, for this podcast. Great, That's great. great. Well. So, you know, we had talked a little bit before the podcast started. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think a lot of our customers are in that place where a CRM would be useful and, um, and they know what it is to yeah. use a CRM? Yeah, so... Um, Mentioning that, you know, a, a few, some of our customers have specifically reached out and our listeners have reached out and said, is there a podcast specifically on CRM, okay. on picking the right one, and what should I do? So there, I know that there's some folks out there craving some of this information and they kind of feel lost in a sea of, it, of, of CRM and, yeah. and all the things that are sold to them. And then there's other folks that might not even sure what this letterism means. Right. So um, Letterism is still not a, yeah, it's it's not a, a word. Yeah, it's a word. Because like, uh, there's, there's like FBI yes. letterism. And no. then there's acronym, no. which is we're googling. This. <laughs> we're going to Google so it when you, when you have like like uh, there's IRS and FBI versus when you take some letters together like Mad Mothers Against Drunk Driving mm-hmm. versus FBI. Okay, those are two different things. Yes, they are. <laughs> one is one is a a great I'm not, organization. I'm not taking my phone out now, but we're going to move on. <laughs> All right. So, so basically, what yeah. what's what's a CRM? A CRM is a um, customer resource management? Uh, customer relationship Relationship management. management. Okay, I like that too. Um, and it's where your contact information, your calendar, your notes, and your email all live in the same interface. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a piece of software. It organizes everything together for you. It helps you to keep track of not only your customers, who they are and their information, like emails and phone numbers and addresses, but also your individual interactions with them. Right. You can, um, when you quote them, when you call them, when they tell you to, when they ask for you to call them back at a different time, yeah. you know, things like that. You can note all of this stuff in your CRM and you're managing your relationships with your customers better because you've got software to help you do. Yeah, and big companies have to do this. Yeah. I mean, uh, Cold SE, Coleman and Company, um, our support department, we all use a CRM so so we can remember things about you guys. Mm-hmm. You know, when we're supposed to call to follow up, we send emails to you, our, our account managers, our support people, all of those things happen inside CRM. So we've got a record of our communications. Yeah. So if you are, think about, maybe you've got a time in your business history where you know you were supposed to call back a customer and you didn't mm-hmm. because you said you would in an email but never added it to your calendar or you spilled coffee on the legal pad that you keep by the phone you know those things happen or um, or you just you're searching through a list of gmails for the quote that you sent to this guy named Steve mm-hmm. you know and you're trying to find the quote you can find the emails but not the quote or the notes of why you're quoting that it's it's a mess when you get when you start getting bigger. Yeah. Right? And the time to 
get ahead of it is when you're not bigger. Yes, that's the easiest. Yeah,、solution. the easiest time is to get into it before you think you need it. Right, and、uh, it's great because you can do that because、um, all the ones we're going to talk about today are all free. To yeah,、start. absolutely. So it is free for you to start in there and put in your first customer, and all you have is their name and phone number and email, and、uh, and that's it. I, you know, I, that's completely free to get started.、So. I would like to to outline、um, a couple of a couple of times when you when you have to use a CRM. Okay. Because you don't you don't have to. Yeah. You can muddle through. There's some circumstances, but you know, ninety plus percent of our customers. Um, get most of their business through word of mouth and networking.、Mm-hmm. If you、yeah. do that, you have to have a CRM. You know, there, there's just there's no choice because this is the lifeblood. You meeting somebody, that stack of business cards that's in the bottom of a drawer somewhere, or your purse or your bag, you know, those are that's money that is just sitting there. And unless you have a way to,、um, unless you've developed a system to record that information, record notes about your meeting. And a systematic way to follow up with them over time, then it's just you're going to look a year later when you're cleaning out that drawer and not remember who that person is. Yeah, or just、yeah. say, or you pick it up and you say, "I was supposed to call her, and I never did." I saw, I、and、saw that event I was supposed to do the T-shirts for on、yeah. TV last week. Yeah, all that, that would have been、happens. great.、Uh, so I, it reminds me of a couple things thinking of that because it's really easy in the beginning to get started just using email or just using business cards or a legal pad. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it's so there's so little data, you know. Right. Want two customers, five customers, you know. Twenty you, customers. You memorize yeah. them. Yeah. yeah. You just have you you just they're saved in your phone.、Uh, you've got everything. You know where they where they live or where their business is physically. So you don't need to remember much because it's very easy to remember. Yeah. Five, ten, twenty, thirty people. Right.、Um, I found my、uh, father's old、uh, CRM from the eighties recently. Was it Act? <laughs> no, it was.、Um, it was a、uh, spiral notepad that、oh, was、yeah. that used to be probably a quarter of an inch or a half inch thick, but、right. it was like three inches thick because he had taped every business card in there. He had made notes under every、yeah. card. You know who they were from, where he met them, things like that,、okay. and that was how.、Um, That was how he organized himself, but that was a time that was in the eighties. I, I okay, so we'll do a way back moment then. Okay, because when I first started in sales,、um, I had a tickler file, so it was three by five cards you would write customer information on,、mm-hmm. and then when you talked to them, if you wanted to follow up in ninety days, you would take them out of January,、oh. and you would put them in April. So when April came. You know, you would know that this, these were the people. That yeah, and, and、uh, you don't have to do that anymore. Yeah, the, yeah, because all this stuff works and did work. Yeah, but it, like you said, you spill coffee on these things. You write scribble. You can't remember. You're busy. You lose it. You know things like that.、Um, and and it also doesn't that tickler file doesn't、uh, jump out and remind you to do something if you feel that's under the weather、right. today. That's you know, right. You feel under the weather. You skip something, and you're like, "I needed to call that person." Yeah, and and let's think about the volume of customers you're going to get if you're on the fence、mm-hmm. on whether or not you should do this kind of thing. Is let's say that you are 90 or 120 days into your business, <clears throat> and you sell about 300 shirts a month, which we've surveyed our customers, and that seems to be about right. So 300 shirts a month might be 10 customers, or might be 30 customers.、Mm-hmm. Let's say it's it's 30 customers. That means in The following month, it'll be sixty customers,、mm-hmm. and then ninety, and then one hundred and twenty. 
So think about how the volume of the number of customers that you're going to have over time is and how much money you're going to lose if you don't keep track of set number one mm -hmm. and send them an email or give them a phone call or do the quote that you're supposed to do. And it's because, well, so some people are very, are very gifted where it's easy for them to remember bulks of information like that and other people aren't. So, uh, and which, which is actually bad for both. Yeah. Right? Because if you're not good at it, you're just not even going to remember anything about that customer, really. They will remember everything about you because you're the only person that they buy shirts from. Right. Good point. So they remember everything about you. If you're the type of person that can remember every face and name, yes. which plenty of people are, the problem is your memory isn't as good as you think it is. So you're still, you're going to forget. So, so both directions, both of those people, you still need the CRM. Absolutely. The reason I have to rely on CRM in business is because if you've ever been to Cold SE and you've been in the showroom, come in for training and you've met me, you've probably met me two or three days in a row mm -hmm. because I won't remember. Yeah. You, you know, it's not that I don't, I don't want to and I don't enjoy it and everything. I just like, uh, I've got a lot going on. So it's hard for me to associate a name with a face in a situation if, you know, it's one of a hundred things that's happening today. Yeah. So, you know, but if you were my customer in a sales environment, then I would make notes. I'd say, well, I met Elaine, you know, in the, in the showroom during a networking event. Mm -hmm. We talked about her kid and her dog and how much she really likes embroidered polos. And then as soon as you read that, when you have to follow up with her... It, oh yeah, I remember that, her. Now you get to have, you get to continue that conversation. Absolutely, awkwardly starting over again. Um, and so let's go ahead. and We've broken this down into um, kind of describing what it is, yep. why we use it, and then we're going to talk about some CRMs that you can pick from. Yep. And then in the end, we'll wrap it up with um, just some final notes on, on the decision making. So, so how do you know if you should have a CRM? Okay, well, let's so go through that. I would say. Um, if your business involves you directly selling and interacting with customers, yeah. then um, you need one. Yep, agreed. I agree. Um, I would say you don't necessarily need one if your business is 100% online with zero customer interaction. You pro I would say you probably don't. Yeah, you you not unless you're not unless you're using that CRM as a tool to um, manage customer data. On, uh, and reporting and things like right. that that your um, that your e-commerce store can't handle on its own. Yep. Okay. So, that's fair. but that's fairly com that's that's usually a different another complex level. Probably yeah. not the person listening here right now. Yep. But if you are listening and you have an e-commerce store and you feel lost in the data because the reporting is bad, yes. then you can look up specifically e-commerce um, CRMs because they kind of have some that are specifically for that. Right. That's not what this podcast is about, but you can Google it. I, I like I like this one that you put down here, and, and that's you can save quotes in CRM. You can either mm -hmm. save a quote, so that means that every time you look at this customer, you can see all of the quotes mm -hmm. that you've ever given them, or a lot of CRMs have quote modules. Like the one that we use, we can generate a quote right from there. Mm -hmm. So that will be forever attached to your customer as well. Yeah, so um, why have a CRM? Just look through our notes real quick so we don't forget them. Um, because as we mentioned, um, you're gonna lose or forget things. Yes. So you don't wanna do that or you'll spill uh, coffee or tea on them. Um, you can take the notes like you mentioned about when yep. you met the person, et cetera. Um, 
Also, there's other really important things that you're going to want to remember that aren't just um, remembering their situation where you met them. But um, some customers, like Mark Stevenson, is going to prefer an email over a phone call every time. 100%. If you're trying to sell to Mark Stevenson, um, I would say calling him repeatedly to follow up is probably not how you're going to reach him or win his, uh, win his good side. That is incredibly accurate. So if you put a note in there, Mark Stevenson prefers email, only call if it's scheduled. Yes. Then you know, I'm not going to call the follow-up, Mark, I'm the email. I love that. And that it's, it goes the same no matter what. Yep. Um, it remi- That reminds me of... Um, the Office, the show. The okay. Office. Yeah. So Michael Scott, who um, who was the regional manager, he had note cards that he that he used, and one of them that he put on there said something about um, wife or something like that. Okay. So, uh, so I think somebody took his note cards or stole them. I don't remember what it was. And they call up and they mention the wife, and the right. guy gets really mad and hangs up. And it turns out that, well, he I forget exactly, but something like he wrote it in blue pen, which means don't mention it. <laughs> um, but those okay, are also yeah, things very that true. you'll want to do. Like the cu- a customer might have, might be, um, might be sensitive to polyester shirts. Yeah. And then, you know, you don't think about it. You don't ask it. They think you remember it. Right. You know, there's lots of things. Or like they that. could have tried ordering mediums twice when they're really a large yeah, or an XL, but they just won't face it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Uh, uh, so um, setting reminders is one we mentioned. Rather. Shoot, what I really like sure. about CRM here with reminders is that you can automate it. Mm-hmm. So for example, if you get a customer that you think is going to be a good repeat customer, you put them in, in the, your CRM, you can set a reminder to to touch base with them every three months mm-hmm. for the rest of your life. Yeah. And you'll mm-hmm. never have to remember to do that again. You'll just look in the CRM at today's to-do list Call Bob. Yeah. And you can also include it to automate send an email for you. Yes, absolutely. And, that, that, and, and you can pre-write these emails and schedule them. Yep. So hey, the, any email might just say, hey, you told me to call you in June. Um, it's the end of May. Just let yeah. me know. I'm going to call you next week. And then your reminder co- comes up to call. You call and it feels just so natural. And yeah. So, so imagine that you come back from a networking event that's very successful for you, or you go to a market where you collect a lot of new customer mm-hmm. information and you can just sit down on Sunday night, enter them all into your uh, CRM mm-hmm. And schedule all of the follow-up emails that you meant to send. It could be one to everybody. You could have individual ones. You could have talked in detail. And and now you've got a you've got a follow-up plan, and you will be the only one with a follow-up yeah. plan. Mm-hmm. Um, because one of our favorite things is to go to trade shows and give everybody our business card and have everybody scan our badges and and see how many contact us. Yeah, you could read. You could go out there. It's terrible. If a customer runs into 20 businesses just like yours, custom apparel shops mm-hmm. or alike, the chances of the, of a follow-up email or phone call happening are probably one in that 20. Yeah. So you get to be that. And I know it sounds, it's uh, to me, it sounds like uh, everyone's following up, everyone's hungry for the business, whatever it is. No, if the person who's hungry for the business is going to get it often. Yep. Uh, so um, the last two ones are... Um, one place to keep all of the information, the contacts, emails, names, all the people that work there, their yeah. websites, all the data about them is all in one database. And then that database is access, is accessible everywhere. 
Yep. From your mobile phone to your and the phone laptop, is a big deal. Yeah, everywhere. <clears throat> so if you are at a, um, we talk about this example all the time over the years of the podcast. You're at your um, your son or daughter's sports game on the weekend. You run into another parent. They start talking about it. Oh, I own a. Um, a plumbing company. I always think of this one because this one happened to me. Except I don't know in custom t-shirt business, right? Yeah, yeah. But um, I'm a <clears throat> uh, I'm a plumber. I own a small business. What do you do? I make t-shirts. I really could use some. I'm still the guy without a uniform, and I just wear my old t-shirts. And yeah. all the times people look at me weird when they knock on their door. So then you right on your mobile device, you open up your CRM app, you plug all their information in, you, you go ahead and you make the notes, yep. you save it, and then you can schedule yourself a reminder to call them on Monday right there between innings. Yes, I, I love that. Um, I love that. And it's, and it's almost, as, it's almost a, a little bit more effort than sending them a text message that just says, you know, hey, I'm Mark, I'll call you Monday. Right. Because that text message gets buried over the weekend and you might forget. Yeah. So um, really the the key thing, and, and don't worry, we're going to go into your CRM options and we're going to talk about a couple mm-hmm. of different things. Um, the, the secret to success with CRM is that you have to commit to it being your communications hub. Mm-hmm. You can't use CRM and... Um, rely on sorting through your email to find information. You can't use a CRM and not attach your quotes into it. You can't use a CRM and have three meetings with somebody and only record that on a legal pad. Yeah. It just it doesn't function correctly. I know because you know I work with a couple of other people that we've implemented a CRM with and the teams just don't use it. Yeah. They can't seem to integrate it in. So you know it becomes more of a burden than not. And if you don't keep up with it then it will get out of hand and you'll abandon it. Yeah. So if you, because what will happen is you're going to run into somebody somewhere and it's not going to be convenient to get to your CRM. Maybe internet's bad or yeah. just, you just happen to have a pen and or they whatever, and they hand you a business card and a quick interaction and you don't have time to uh, open up your CRM and plug it in. When you get that, you have to dedicate time where you're, you're catching up every day or multiple times a day. Yeah. So you you get you get a couple business cards at an event. As soon as you get back to your house or shop, you do it. Yep. Or every day at three o'clock you do it. And if you don't do it at three, you reschedule it at five, you know, but you have to catch up with it every day. Otherwise the stack builds up, you stop using it, and now you have more information in your Gmail yep. than you do in your CRM. Just, just just think about it like this. You've got to be able to go through the um the 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 pop inspection from Mark Vila and myself. Mm-hmm. If we walk okay. into your business and we go over to your computer screen, the CRM must be open on your computer. Yeah, there you go. Right, because mm-hmm. that's the hub. What like you're going to get a phone call? You need the CRM open because you're going to record all the information. You are producing an order. The quote or the sales order is on your CRM. You know, it's on the screen for the order that you're packing up. So really, you've got to keep you've got to keep that open and use it, yeah. right? Yeah, absolutely. So, and this is a CRM is a sales tool version of think of all the businesses that you deal with when you call up and they ask you for your name or phone number and they pull up your account, right? Like your bank yep. or your doctor. All right, um, that those aren't designed for sales necessarily. When you're calling customer service, they're but, designed for for something else. But the function is the but same. But the function is very similar. Yours is just going to be a much easier, simpler, small business version yeah. where it's just 
notes and quotes and contacts and information. So let's talk about picking some CRMs and these are gonna be 2020 picks. So in the year 2028, if you're listening to this, um, might be irrelevant. It might be. It might be. But, but thanks for listening. Yeah, but really? thanks for listening. Gosh. That's I, crazy. It's all podcasts. It's all back to the future. Yeah, kind of stuff. cool. Well, um, um, okay, so the first one, the first two actually, I'm very comfortable with because I've used them both. Okay. Um, and the first one is Zoho CRM. Um, that happens to be the one that we use here at Coldessi. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, it is, it's got some pros and cons that we've listed here. Like you said, it's free up to 10 users. And the, these are in the notes, by the way. Yep. So um, if you go to custom apparel, custom apparel startups.com yep. and find episode 119, you'll see this list with our pros and cons. Yeah, is it's got tons of built-in features. Like what, Mark? What do you? So you can. Um, it has like uh, your customers. I'm sorry, your contacts, which is all the people you know. It's got accounts, which are maybe their businesses. Yep. It has a place to input sales orders. It's got a place to upload documents. Um, you can also um, do quotes. You can, you can create quotes, quotes right at, in there. There's tons of reporting. So yep. every report that you can imagine you want to get out of the CRM, yeah. um, how many how many customers you have, how many times you've talked to them. You can input your sales orders specifically if you manually if you manually key in or or find another way um, to bring them in, where you actually can type up exactly what you sold them, how much you sold them, how much money you took, and you could put all of that into a report. Yeah, I, I love that. There's also some pretty good email marketing tools, mm -hmm. you know, so you can run email campaigns. They've got their own kind of version of MailChimp, mm -hmm. if you will, um, that works okay. Um, I really like it for its flexibility mm -hmm. because it's a big program with lots of options, but you don't have to use all of them. Mm -hmm. And I also think it's great for small business because it's got a QuickBooks integration. Yeah, or it's got its own version of QuickBooks. Yeah, they have their own. So if you don't use any any uh, software right now for managing your books, yeah, you, you can actually use one that they have available. Yeah. So there's a lot of cool options, um, and uh, and a, a lot of this stuff is built in already out of the box for free. But it's got and, the huge app the store. Yeah, yeah, the huge apps. So um, that'll kind of lead into some of the cons, right? Uh, because there is a huge app store with all these developers and so many features, you can get lost in it. And then yeah. you say, this is too complicated for me. And then you give up on it. Right. Uh, so so that's kind of the double-edged sword. One of the reasons we adopted Zoho in the first place was because of its incredible flexibility mm -hmm. and that you can program your own special things. Mm -hmm. You know, you can hire, hire different people to program different things because it's kind of an open source, right? Which you can't do with some of the others. The downside is is that we've had tons of custom things programmed. Mm -hmm. So it gets glitchy. It gets a little, you know, it's a little sensitive depending on what's happening. Yeah, and, and then speaking of kind of developing your own things or, or downloading from their app store. Mm -hmm. um, so think you can consider it this way. Um, if you have an iPhone or an Android and you download an application for it to do something, right? right? Um, if the application doesn't work, you can't call up Apple, and, right. right, and say, "Hey, I just downloaded the Food Network app, and I can't get recipes to work on it." Yeah, and they're going to say, "Sorry, that's not ours." You run, you'll run into that in Zoho. They yeah. make Zoho, they make a ton of apps, but they're not in control of the apps. Right. So it can get weird. Um, and then um, their support is not a hand holding type of 
thank you for calling our support. We're going to fix everything for you. Yes, there, there's really not that easy availability of telephone support. Yeah, there is good chat support, yeah. I find, but it is all overseas. Yeah, and and they'll send you here's the article how to fix it. Right. Which if you're tech savvy and comfortable, and you've got the the time and and patience to deal with that stuff. They will help to get you every, get everything fixed for you. Yeah, I find that the support is is efficient, but it's not it's not just hey, here's the keys to my car, give it back to me when it's fixed. Right. Yeah,、okay? that's that's very true. So if that's what you're expecting, then Zoho CRM might not be for you because again, because there's so many options,、um, so much flexibility.、Um, It's sometimes a little harder to use because there's、yeah. too much, too、yeah. so many options. Yeah, but it's、okay. a great tool.、Um, it's a top pick of, of many places out there.、Too. Agreed. Agreed. So,、um, next one.、Uh, have you ever used HubSpot? I've I used HubSpot for a little bit, but before they were officially a CRM, when they were just oh yeah, software. okay. So、yeah. I don't have as much experience in HubSpot CRM,、um, but I've I know a lot about it. I've read a lot about it. Yep, and I've heard a lot about it. Um, so some pros versions is that they have kind of an always for free version too. Yes, which has a ton of tools built into it.、Um, it you can do email, you can do email through it, and all these other marketing、yeah. tools that are all in the free version. So the free version is powerful, similar to how the free Zoho is powerful. Yeah, I'll say that you know HubSpot comes at it from a different angle. Zoho developed a CRM, and then they started adding all all kinds of apps.、Mm -hmm. HubSpot is a marketing company. That developed a CRM. Yeah. So what you get is kind of a simplified set of CRM tools on purpose. It will not let you do everything you've ever wanted to do, but everything it does, it does really well. Yeah, and this, and we're talking in the free version. Yeah, as absolutely. As you grow and you can grow into the huge paid enterprise version,、um, I'm sure you can make any dream come true with that. I mean, you can do you can create a your website in with HubSpot. Yeah, they you have know, a lot of tools. You can do、uh, landing pages. They've got a great email marketing system. Some great templates. I really and, like those as well. And it's always been one of the th key things that I read when I was doing a little more research is that everywhere said. HubSpot's got an easy to use interface. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. easy to use. So,、um, and you're probably going to find that there because it's easy to use and simple. And simple, you're probably not going to be confused as often. Yeah, need to reach their support as often. So, support is probably going to be.、Um, Let, you're going to be less dependent on it because of the simplicity. True. It's easy to use. I would also say that、uh, HubSpot is really stable.、Mm -hmm. It doesn't glitch out. You know, you don't have issues with it, and even if you don't decide on the HubSpot CRM, that you should probably subscribe to any of their marketing blogs that you can find, because it's good information. It's well written. It'll help. They、um, they they know a lot about marketing, marketing automation, and all these different things. Absolutely. So they're going to consistently feed your business、um, articles and information and tips and tricks and.、Um, And then that'll kind of lead into a con is that they have so many things you can add on that they yeah. make yeah. that aren't cheap, and you're going to get an article and you're going to say, "I need to do this." Yes, for two ninety nine a month. Dang! Yeah, All yeah. right, now you know. So, so honestly,、up. so this was one of the decision points between you know using a program like Zoho,、mm -hmm. which was easily and inexpensively customizable.、Mm -hmm. For a varied business like some somebody like us, and using HubSpot, which was significantly more expensive, and everything that you need to do is more expensive after that. Yeah, you know, so where you know you might need something quick done, and it might cost you a couple hundred bucks with CR with Zoho, 
it might cost you a couple of thousand dollars with HubSpot. And the other thing is, is saying that that's not a reason yet to rule this out because you never, you may never need to move beyond the just above. You probably won't. You probably won't. Yeah. Right. So it just, but it's just something to consider in the yep. longevity of your business. If you plan on your business being, hey, listen, we're a family store. Yep. We're going to stay a family store. And our goal is to get to the point where we're, we're a family and a couple of employees and we all just operate this local business. Um, you probably will never leave their free one. Yeah. Where if you do, you might want a few extra tools, but you won't have to go too much higher. Yeah. Um, if you have bigger aspirations or you're looking to get much more tech savvy, you can find yourself really diving into HubSpot, making something amazing. Yeah. And then the other con is, being particularly hard to leave. Oh yeah, you're you are really tied because in. you're in, which means you've got to like now I've got to redo my website. I've got to redo yeah, my yeah. chat. Yeah, I'll say I'll say um, I love HubSpot, and if you choose it in the free version or the level one version, I'd be happy for you. Yeah, because it's a agree. great it's great software. I would agree. Uh, so the next one we'll talk about is one that I've run into in a few different articles. I don't know too much about it, but it. Got my attention, Okay. Um, which is called Fresh Sales CRM. Okay. So what I like about um, them is this: they have this whole fresh um, branding where they have, do you have the name of the company right there? Freshworks. Freshworks. Freshworks has like 5,000 tools. Right. Um, they do everything um, that can help your business and things you'll never need. Um, so they have tons of integrations, which yeah. is really cool. If you, if you want to kind of... Um, tech your business out with all types of different integrating different things together in the so in your software. You're probably going to like that tool. I, I would say it's it's pretty close to the Zoho CRM. Yeah, it's, it's going to have a, it's going to have that Zoho CRM approach. Um, from what I've read, the interface is softer, is a little more um, is a little more easier to work with than Zoho. It's yep. not as um, I'm trying to think of the word to use. Like Zoho just has a very um, simple, mildly tech, technical feel to it. Yeah. It's not, um, you know, like your iPhone is just very soft and friendly and you open it up, you know, and it just feels that way. Right. You know, um, and fresh sales what, is a little bit more fresh like that. sales. It has a little bit more of that softer feel to it, a little more simple, a little less tech. Yeah. Um, that doesn't mean it doesn't have all of the tech built into it. Right. It just means it does. It looks, it looks, um, a little more like HubSpot than I would say than Zoho in regards to the user interface. Yeah, and it, and it really looks like, you know, you can sign up for free, but that's for a limited time period. Yeah. And, as and opposed to a permanent free version like, yeah, like HubSpot. They have a permanent free version that's much more limited. Though. Okay. They have a permanent free version. And I think that if, like, if you're on their page, scroll yeah. all the way to the bottom. Okay. And that's where they hide the, oh, well, somewhere in there. Try our forever start, free forever startup plan. Okay. It's only a few things if you notice the options. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Leads, contacts, deals, right. One thing that caught my attention on there, and I know Zoho has this, um, and I'm not sure if HubSpot does, but they pushed this when I was looking at some of their materials, is that they have this phone calling, a phone feature in there. Okay. Where you can get a, basically a phone line through them. That's a VOIP, so you can nice. that through your okay. computer. So I like you that. can have a headset or, or a Bluetooth device plugged in, into your computer, and you can actually make phone calls directly from your CRM, and it records it all in there. Yeah, or uh, from your cell phone, and it's not coming from your personal cell yeah, phone. Yeah, so I like that was that. a pretty cool feature. Um, 
So uh, I'd say I, you're I'd say you're going to end up spending about twenty bucks a month. Yeah, per you'll user. probably end up spending twenty bucks a month per user. It looks like the features are pretty interesting. I would investigate that if I were looking into one. Um, the cons. Um, the free, try for free, and lifetime for free, you don't get access to all the cool stuff. I think you're going to get access to more things than some of the other CRMs yep. out there. Yep, okay. Um, uh, in the free plan, by the way, um, it does specifically say that there, there's no, you don't get access to all the reports. Okay. So if you want to be able to pull reports and pull data out and look at a summary of your business, you're going to have to pay for that. Right. Which you which you are going to want to do yeah. that. I mean, mm -hmm. I would just say reporting is pretty uh, The last one is um, it isn't as popular as the first two we mentioned, which means that if you Google it, if you go on forums and try to find other people who are using it. Um, or if you go to a networking event and say, oh, I use Fresh Sales CRM, you're yep. probably going to get more question marks than you are, I also do it too. Yes. Um, and sometimes it is nice to have a community of people when you talk to them who also use it because you guys can share tips and tricks. It is. So, um, but I would say it's worth investigating. They caught my attention. There's a lot of cool stuff that they have. Yep. Um, the next one is probably the behemoth of the mm -hmm. CRM game, and that is Salesforce. Um, Salesforce is publicly traded, and uh, they're a pretty amazing company for sales automation. Um, what I what I love about it is that um, it is very advanced, mm -hmm. and it comes with its own process for you to follow. So I can always tell if, if I have a salesperson that does catch me on the phone, mm -hmm. I can always tell if they're following the Salesforce model because they say certain things, you know, they turn me over to certain people, I get a, a special set of emails and they've done all this because it works. Yeah. Right, they and it did them. work, you know, on me. Mm -hmm. um, so, so that's a plus. When you're, when you're dealing with Salesforce, like you said, uh, there are uh, tons of resources out mm -hmm. there um, hundreds of thousands, if not more customers. And uh, it's it's rock solid. And point. you're going to be able to find um, uh, information and articles and developers and apps and everything like that everywhere you look for Salesforce. Um, you're never going to run into a situation where you can't find somebody who could do something for you in Salesforce. Yep. Plus um, tons of things. There's a lot of US-based things happening. Yes, Salesforce. absolutely. So um, you're going to find companies who specifically develop for Salesforce. You can, If you had some money, you wanted to dump into this because your business is getting to a point where you need to kind of uh, revamp everything, but yep. you've got so much data and so much to work with, you don't even know where to start. It's not you doing it anymore. You can hire companies that specifically build out Salesforce platforms for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they'll take all your business data and put it in there. For and they'll you. take all your money too. Yeah, they'll take they all your money. They will take every penny that you've <laughs> because, got. Um, because Salesforce uh, is particularly expensive. Yep. Um, it's known to be expensive, maybe not necessarily in their startup plans, but if you want to add on apps and add on, and add on functions and features, it's particularly known to be in the end of it, you've got a five-figure bill. Right, but you know, because in the end, you know, we talk about like different company attitudes, you know, and approaches. Like you mentioned, the way Apple feels and mm -hmm. way it looks and things like that. Um, Salesforce is really designed from the ground up for enterprise. Yeah, for big. it's designed for bigger businesses. Mm -hmm. So that's their approach. That's how they operate. They do a great job, and I don't want to dissuade you from checking it out. Yeah, but you know, when I look at it, I see like you know you're going to spend maybe 
you know, 25 to 50 to 100 bucks a month. Um, where with Zoho, you might spend 15. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? So, so it's relatively expensive. Yeah, and it's not known for being um, just start it up and use it right away. Yeah. You've got to start it up, kind of custom build some things, um, get it set up, learn how to use it in the methodology that they've created for you, and then you know how to do it. It's a little more tech savvy. It um, uh, might be considered harder to use for, for some folks out there. Um, and they, like you mentioned, um, how uh, HubSpot kind of was a marketing company that yes. kind of turned into a CRM company. Yeah. Um, Salesforce is, is is a CRM company designed for enterprise, and it's available right. for small businesses. Yeah, as there well. you go. That's so good. that's kind of the difference. Where um, when we look at um, some of the, like the Fresh Sales one just mentioned, yep. or things like that, they kind of designed it that anybody can jump in, and that's a kind of part of of what you get the feel for it when you go to their website because it's like. They give you, you know, cheap options right away. Yeah. Versus call us up for enterprise. I like that. Um, so last last one to mention is another one that kind of just caught my eye. I haven't used this one either, but it was mentioned a few times when I was looking things up in lists of ones to check out. Right. Um, called Aptivo CRM. Okay. So um, just a few points on this one that caught caught my eye and got my attention. Um, it's listed oftentimes as being a very affordable CRM. So it seems yeah. that um, they've got free versions and the paid versions um, come with a lot of features for the money. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm actually looking at it now and it it's it's free for three users. So that's yeah. great. Yeah. So free, right. And, and which is for a lot of small businesses, just a few users is yep. great. Um, they've got... Uh, tons of built-in apps like we talked about with Zoho. So yep. your email marketing, your quoting, your invoicing, and a ton of other things are built into the CRM. You don't have to connect an outside um, app to it. And I liked this one. Um, it lists that they have 24-hour support. That's interesting. Now, I don't, uh, I can't tell you if all the other ones have 24-hour support or not because on their website, they're not advertising that. Right. So Activo is advertising that, which I like that they're pushing that. And it's also... Um, it has uh, it has a feel that it's built for the small business to get into and grow with. Yep, I like that too. So um, the cons for a an application like Aptivo is going to be that you know if you want to do integrations because it is a smaller mm-hmm. kind of company that you're going to have to get a developer to do that. Yeah, right? yeah. There's a, I'm reading online they integrate with a lot of things, but there's not as many that are out of the box. Where you're going to find um, if you're using, say, Salesforce or if you're using HubSpot or, yep. even, Zo- or even now, not years ago, but more so now in Zoho, uh, if you have something like MailChimp that you're using for email and you want to stick with using that and integrate it with your CRM, there's already a pre-built integration. So, so, so let me describe... Um what that means to non-programming people that haven't had to do this before is so if you use QuickBooks for your accounting, which a lot of people do, and you use Zoho CRM, there is an app for Zoho that automatically sets up communication between QuickBooks and Mm -hmm. CRM. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, The alternative is maybe if you use a smaller CRM and you use QuickBooks, they will give you an API which is kind of like a, a key that unlocks the code for that software that you have got to have somebody match up with your CRM. Somebody who knows how to code things. And yeah, not, not that it's a huge project, but it's less than 
let me double click or put this key number into my CRM and everything's going to work right. Yeah. Right? So yep. there, there's a difference there. Yep, exactly. So um, it's like the difference between downloading an app on your phone versus having a programmer come into your computer and make a, and make a piece of software for you that does the same thing as the phone app does. Yep. The phone app is you just click on it and you got it and it's open. Yep. Versus hiring a developer to write you a piece of software. Um, it's almost like that. So there's a list of some to start with. There's a lot more out there. Tons. But um, these had um, good reviews across yeah. the board. Um, the last article I looked at was from PC Magazine, who had all of these listed, um, and they were all some sort of editor, or writer, or somebody's choice. Yeah, everybody. So knows that. Um, some folks from PC Magazine put their stamp on it, which I would say is uh, is a pretty nice stamp. To it's have. pretty good. Um, say before we move on to what's next, I just want to point out one of the things that you're going to definitely want to look at for each one of the CRMs that you investigate is whether or not it has an Android or um, Apple mm -hmm. um, app that you can use. Because believe it or not, not all apps have a mobile app for both. And you can check the reviews on these apps yep. because that'll help to show the stability of the app. Um, so you, you could, but while you're shopping, you just go on your phone, search for the app and look, two and a half stars, ouch, why? Yeah. And then you read it um, and also read the recent reviews on these things because mm -hmm. they may be really solid, but their update just made it crash. So they just right. upset a lot of their customers. Or it could just be from the beginning of time, everybody says the app stinks. Yes, um, and that does happen. Yeah, and that'll happen, which means that maybe that's not what you're gonna be interested in. So um, there we go. So next we've got, uh, let's just kind of wrap up with some yeah, other things uh, to consider. Uh, I agree. While you're doing this. Um, Let's see. Uh, what else are you using in your business? You what other software are you already using that will need to integrate with your CRM? Yeah, and and uh, <clears throat> part of it is need to. Right. So uh, you currently use Mailchimp, maybe because you opened up a Mailchimp account and you sent out four emails. Okay? Right. Right. Um, that might be where you are. <clears throat> um, uh, maybe it doesn't matter if Mailchimp integrates because it has its own little email marketing software. And that you could just use that because you're not sending tons of emails right. out. And you could just not use the MailChimp anymore and use this one. Yep. Um, if you've got a big email list that you've been working on for a couple of years and you're learning MailChimp a lot, then you're probably going to want to stick with that and want to make sure your CRM easily will connect with that. True. And I also, um, I like this next one that you that you put out is, is does your, is your website important to your business? Mm -hmm. Does it have chat? And does your um, does your CRM have a form builder? Can it integrate with your website? So, for example, if you're using Zoho or Salesforce, you can build a form that you can put on a WordPress website. So, when people contact you when they click that button, then it automatically goes into your CRM already. Yeah. Which right now, if you've got just a basic website, if somebody fills out that form, you get an email. Right. With their name and phone number and comments. Uh, the more sophisticated way with a lot of these CRMs are they're going to have forms that you can plug into your website. You also want to see how complicated that is yep. um, and what kind of website you have. And this is a good opportunity to take advantage of learning of how their support and customer service is. Because you can call them up and say, hey, I have a um, GoDaddy, GoDaddy site. site and I'm thinking about getting a CRM and I know you have a form builder. Do you know how that would work? And they might say, well, we don't know how to interact with GoDaddy, but 
um, if you contact GoDaddy and tell them that you can get a little piece of uh, JavaScript code we give you and you just need to paste it on this page, then you can call GoDaddy and ask them. And if that is working, yeah. Then, uh, or if say if that communication seems like it's going to happen easily for you, then you know you've got a nice little mix. I like that going on. Um, and then also, so yeah, if you, if you already have a live chat software and you're running live chat on your site, um, are you going to want to replace it with one available in the CRM? Yeah, because, you know, and things like that. So these are things to consider. Yeah, if you have, if you're using HubSpot, then you know you're going to use a HubSpot form on your website, mm -hmm. and the chat you use is going to be HubSpot's chat. So if you chat with someone, it automatically records that yep. information into the CRM too, which is a great useful tool. Um, so the, another tip you could do is just actually just use the free trials. Yeah. They're free. You sign up for them. Um, put put a customer in. Interact with it. You know, see what it's going to be like. Can you imagine yourself using this? Yeah. Get the mobile app, download it, sign in, and use it. And you, even if you're if you're really particular, you can use one for a week and I, then I try would, another one. Yeah, I would do that. So the and the idea would be to make it the first thing, the first part of your routine. Mm -hmm. So you know, if you do try one, then. When you turn on your computer, when you look on your phone first thing in the morning, you want to expect to see everything marketing and business-wise that you need to accomplish that day. Mm -hmm. It can be in the calendar, it can be in the task list, however you want to organize it. And just make sure that you're that it's easy enough and intuitive enough for you to commit to using it. Yeah, so you're not going to want to walk away from it because you hate it. Yeah, because crappy interfaces will do that. Yeah, and, and um, then uh, next thing you could do is actually attempt to use their support. Yeah. So once you get your signed up and you plug some things in, um, go ahead and start exploring and find something that you're not sure how it works yet. And then just email them. You know, well, for one, look at, see if you can just figure it out. Yeah. Because the more you can figure out on your own, the better. And if you have a couple questions, even if they're simple, try contacting their support. Call them up on the phone, see how long the wait time is. Is there a phone number? If not, um, how do you contact them? Via email or right. on their website? How long right. did it take for them to get it back to you? Yeah. So just find some question to ask them, you know, um, even no matter how simple it is, and just see what that support experience is going to be like. Because six months down the road, if something is actually not working, that's what's that's how it's going to be like. Yeah, and this uh, this is also this time is a great opening for you to talk to other business owners. Mm -hmm. If you're doing a networking event, Chamber of Commerce or BNI or whatever you do, it's a great opening to say, say hey, um, I'm, I'm looking for a new CRM software to help run my business better because I'm doing so well. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, which one do you use? Mm -hmm. Or do you use a CRM? Tell me about your business. Yeah. And right. it's a great conversation starter for folks, especially if you're, if you're trying, this could be like a you could be doing this and getting better at networking in the same thing. You could be because doing you that. You know you're going to go to this event, like a BNI or a Chamber of Commerce or something, and you're say, I've been I've studied CRMs a little bit, so when I go there, I'm going to meet people and try to talk about CRM. Yeah. And if they don't use one, maybe you can say why you're thinking about using one, and it should help you start a conversation to meet some people. So, yeah. And hopefully you'll learn something, too. Especially ones wearing ugly t-shirts. Okay. Just, uh, <laughs> all right, so there, there are a couple of episodes that I found um, in the distant past okay. that we had done that are kind of related to CRM. And we'd mentioned it during those podcasts, and I just think that if you're thinking about this, 
you might want to go back and review those and what we talked about there as well. And uh, the most recent one is episode 108, mm -hmm. Thinking Like a Big Business. Because there are no large sales organizations that are not using a CRM. Yep. Period. 100% of them are using it. Um, and the other one is episode 91, um, Steps to Getting More Customers by Networking. We've, we've kind of reinforced that idea. So if you are thinking about getting a CRM because you rely on networking for your sales, then definitely go back and, and listen to episode 91 next because you'll find some great tips that you can kind of wrap into this whole picture that we're painting. Yeah, and once you start using a CRM, if you're not already, then uh, you're really gonna see how it makes your, makes your business feel so much more like a business. Yeah, it does. It's because it's, everything is organized and it's no longer, um, it's no longer spreadsheets and logging into Google Gmail and that's it, but you've got another And place. the legal pad. Yeah, and the legal pad, but you've got a place you've logged into that's got your logo in the top left corner yeah. that shows that you're in there and, uh, and all your information is easily stored and accessible and it's just gonna feel really good to do it. And you will be more successful in, if you are using that. I love absolutely. that. That's a strong statement, and I fully support it. Okay, wonderful. Okay, cool. All right, guys, I hope you've uh, gotten a lot out of this episode. If you will share this podcast with someone that you know in mm -hmm. small business, um, we would appreciate that. And visit two websites. Okay. That is coldessie.com. I like that one. And colemanandcompany.com. Yeah, sure. You'll find great stuff. Yeah, and if you're listening to this and you haven't checked out coldessiegraphics.com, mm. Then you got to check Cold that SE out. graphicscom yeah. Well, we also bought the other URL. Did we? Yeah, we That's bought crazy. both of them, so okay. to, But um, we put the dash in there so it's easier to read. Yeah. Otherwise, it's coldesigraph. Coldesigraph. It, it turns into one ICS. But um, coldesigraphics.com, you check that out. It's our... our um, um, graphic premium, services. Yeah, premium yeah. graphic services that if you do embroidery, the digitizing is added this Amazing. World. There are our folks here in our support department that are the trainers and technicians you've probably talked to. And they're always gonna be skepti skeptical about anybody who says digitizing is really good. Their yeah. digitizing is good and how right. they do it. And uh, they said, listen, if we're gonna be doing this, we can't have bad digitizing because our customers are gonna call us up. And yeah. they've all been blown away. Yeah. So um, there's a lot of great things in that service. You should definitely check it out. And uh, thanks for listening today. Cool, hey everybody, thanks again. Have a great business. Thank you.